0: Ooh. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put-River Podcast, episode 142. Man, it's good to be back. Uh, we've had some scheduling issues. We've had some, uh, you know, just life in general happening. So we've missed you guys. But we're back. My name is Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful host, to my left. He is the 10th one of the world, the puncher of walls himself. Himself, Richard Garcia. Hey, how's it going, everyone? What's up, man? How was uh How you doing, man? How you been holding up? We've missed you. I've missed you. A uh, lot to talk about. Um, but yeah, what's going on with you, man?
1: Uh, just here, just trying to take one day at a time. Uh, how's everyone going? I know everyone's uh, schedule is very busy. And yeah, I'm doing it in the kitchen. <laughs>
0: It's all good. It, I mean, I have cats running around me. There's <laughs> there's, a, there's a pregnant lady that's going to walk in the door any second now. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, life is good. No complaints. Um, <laughs> new job is fun. Uh, it's just, you know, it's a weekend shift, you know. There's uh what, I, I, I basically work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I'm off for three days. So that's nice. But there's, you know, oh, man. there's a good side and a bad side to it
1: yeah i mean at least you got three days off in a row so you could have some normacy for that time frame uh, it's tough when things are going back to how i mean to as normal as they can be but you know it is what it is but yeah hey man
0: we got wrestling shows coming back we got concerts coming back we have a lot of stuff coming back and meanwhile i'm gonna be working uh doing customer service um for a company that is pretty awesome um I don't know if I'm allowed to say it I might be able to say it, but eh, I'll wait. I'll wait on, we'll, if you we'll fo- wait on that. If you follow me on social media, you know where I work. Uh, but, yeah, there's there's the pregnant lady now. She's back. Um, but, yeah, anyways, uh, before we get into the show, you know we got to give it to our sponsors. I actually ordered a shirt from these guys. I ordered a shirt from Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. Make sure you go check them out. Turn on them notifications because they're always dropping the hot fire. You like rock and roll? You like wrestling? Well, you're going to love Grudge Match Brand. I ordered my Hitman shirt. I thought I had it already. I don't have it. So I got my, my Hitman shirt on the way. I just got a notification saying that it, it's been shipped. So I, what I ordered it on Sunday, I'll get it on, Tuesday, on what, Wednesday. It's pretty sweet. Uh, make sure you use our promo code PUTMEOVER Over, and that website. 69 me we Rockbot! <laughs> and that website will put you over, and you get twenty percent off your entire order. Also, you can go to our web store Put Me Over dot com for all your Put Me, put me Over podcast merchandise wants and needs. We got hats, stickers, uh, sweatshirts, uh, you know, all the good stuff, standard stuff. Make sure you use our promo code Kofi Forever for fifteen percent off your entire order, and yeah. Get a shirt with Dick's face on it. Look how beautiful it looks. We got to update it for the yeah. sick uh, facial hair now. But yeah, and and I can take off my LA hat because I I am you know I, I have hair, so might as well uh, show it off, even though it's kind of greasy and a little you know messed up. It's Whatever. All good. What are you gonna do? Um. But yeah, man. Hold on, I, I need to get a drink of water.
1: Nope. Ah.
0: I ordered this. Stone Cutters uh, Stein, perfect for Oktoberfest or Ren Fair. If you're watching on the YouTube, um, I ordered the Stein back in September from uh, a shop in Australia, and I just got it today, so I'm pretty excited. Flexing, like, it's a weird flex, but I like it, and I just feel like the water tastes better, maybe. Maybe because, you know, I'm a stone cutter now, officially, so... Hey-oh. That's, uh, that's happening. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot to get into this week in wrestling A lot going on um, We got a new segment on the show Called Dick's Side of the Ring Where Dick is going to talk about The dark side of the ring And you know, let us know where to find his review of that Do um, we got any news, Dick?
1: Oh man, do we? <laughs> Alright we
0: Well, let's hit the music And then we'll talk about it What? Dictorius, Dictorius, Dictorius. Take it away, Dick.
1: Well, the first thing we got to talk about is we got to talk about uh, what happened with New Jack this past (sighs) weekend.
0: Man, so sad. Um, Do we have any new details?
1: Probably uh, before we do, um, New Jack is by far the most polarizing figure in professional wrestling. Um, As far as one of the ECW originals, he was definitely one of the most polarizing. You either loved him or you hate him. But there's one thing you could say about New Jack is that when natural born killers played, you knew shit was going to get down, and whoever was on the opposite <laughs> end was like, fucked
0: up. One thousand percent. New Jack scared me in real life. Uh, oh, oh yeah. That is uh that is n- that is not kayfabe. That is a shoot, brother. Um, I you know every time I saw New Jack, I feared for the person that he was getting in the ring with. Um, you know he had his he, he had his. Uh Ups and downs, um, you know, we have a mass transit incident. If you watched The Dark Side of the Ring last year, you kind of um, got to know New Jack. I learned a lot about New Jack in that. Um, but, you know, you know about the mass transit incident. Mm-hmm. Incident. Um, I First time I saw him beat the shit out of Gypsy Joe, um, who was like a 70-year-old man, who his gimmick was he no-sells everything. And uh, New Jack didn't like that. And no He made him, whether he wanted to sell it or not, he made that man sell for him, which when you get hit with a baseball bat for real, um, it's kind of hard to watch, especially when it's a 70 year old man. Uh, But New Jack, you know, like you said, you either loved him or you hated him. He was one of those guys that um, didn't give a fuck what you thought about him or what um, what people thought about him or what you thought about him. All he knew was that. He was going to fuck some shit up and he was going to do it by any means necessary. And, you know, RIP new Jack. Um, I thought that man was going to live forever, honestly, because he's been through uh,
1: so much shit. He's been through so much. I mean, if you just, I mean, just going through the dark side of the documentary, uh, it details a lot about his life. I mean, he's, he's had a rough childhood. He saw, he saw his dad, Shoot his mom. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it. It was pretty bad. Um, I just think his dad traumatic childhood would do that to you.
0: His dad stabbed his mom, and then when she that's tried sorry. to run out of the house, he shot her in the in like the leg or something.
1: That's right. So, I, that's right. He's a kid.
0: Like, pfft, yeah, it's a lot to experience um, before you know you're even of age to so kind of know what's going on.
1: Yeah, which which explains a lot of who he's become. I mean, and. Then on top of that, he he was a bounty hunter. Yeah, so he was doing that on the side before he got into wrestling full time. And then when he got to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, oh my God! Like I mean, you you talk about like alienating a group of people. I mean, and this was all Jim Cornette's idea, by the way. Uh, this is credit to him. He brings uh, New Jack and Mustafa over to Smoky Mountain to uh, kind of you know portray like this stereotype of. Of, of racism Of, of you know um, the, of, of, the, of the black wrestlers at the time And to get heat on, uh, on on The crowd New Jack would say oh man OJ good for OJ You know it's one less <laughs> white person on the, on the on the planet And it was nuclear like, And people yeah. were Calling him the n-word They were spitting at him um, it, it drew heat It drew massive heat
0: You know it's Smoky Mountain Wrestling is very Midwest um, uh, so, you know, you, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get that reaction, uh, when you're probably the only black people in the building. Um, but yeah, man, that's, it's it's a really sad story to hear about new Jack. And, uh, you know, when I found out about it, I was, I was, I was bumped for sure. Um, cause like I said, I thought that guy was just going to live forever, especially, you know, he had his dark side of the ring episode last year. Um, he seemed like he was doing okay for himself. Um, uh, but Yeah sucks
1: it, it's it's crazy man 58 years old uh and it's yeah, it's just I. it's just funny that it happened a couple days after the uh after the nick gage documentary premiered as well uh who, which who could be like I,
0: a new age new jack um when you think of like the brutality that this guy puts his body through and puts other people's body through uh, absolutely that that was a hard watch for me. I'm not into death matches. You guys know this. Um, I res- I respect the hustle for sure, uh, but you know, seeing guys do that to themselves for a crowd of 50 people is crazy to me.
1: It it absolutely is, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go ahead and do, uh, upload it on YouTube. Um, my, we're giving my thoughts on on um, Nick Gage. Uh, Just FYI, I did upload a video on uh, Brian Pillman. I did talk about it a few weeks ago, but uh, there were some technical issues that I finally got around to it. So if you ever get a chance, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, It's about 30 minutes long. I go into detail about uh, the dark side of the ring documentary on Brian Pillman, and uh, hit that like button, subscribe to us, and um, eventually I'm going to do the one on uh, Nick Gage. And hopefully, you know, this becomes a weekly thing because I really enjoyed not only watching the dark side of the ring documentaries but also. Uh, doing them, I know it's a cheap plug, but hey, I gotta get that plug in somewhere.
0: We gotta plug Dick's Side of the Ring, uh, because you you go into pretty deep detail on the things that are covered in it. I was very impressed with the with the production value. You did it in one take, <laughs> which was crazy. I, I would have to edit it like crazy. I'm surprised I didn't get through the show sometimes in one take. Um, but definitely go to Put Me Over Podcast YouTube and check out Dick's Side of the Ring uh, review for that. Uh, make sure you title it that too, because I feel like that's, I think that's a perfect way to, to talk about those reviews. A good way, a good title for them. It Um, is. It's a
1: work in progress.
0: Yeah. But definitely guys go check it out. Um, what else we got, Dick?
1: Okay. We also got to talk about this because, uh, as of, as of this past weekend, uh, Japan's going through another lockdown and they're locked down for the rest of the month.
0: The rest of the month?
1: Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought is, they were
0: doing pretty good. What happened? Do they, do they, uh, maybe open up too soon? I know the vaccine rollout has been kind of bad over there.
1: I think, I think a lot of it is that, um, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail about it because, you know, the people have their opinions about the vaccine and they have the whole opinions about, about COVID. But, um, we're right now, we're kind of very lucky to have the vaccine and we're, as a result, we're starting to open up. I know it's also, the, the temperature is getting a lot better. It's getting a lot warmer. So that has a lot to do with it. Um, there is a lot of vaccine he- hesitancy in Japan. So that probably plays a lot of the factor. A lot of the, a lot of the population is not vaccinated to begin with. And this has a lot of ramifications as well, because not only are two New, new Japan shows, I mean, there, there, there's some pretty significant shows that are going to be canceled for up until the beginning of June. And they might have to re-examine to see if that's even possible. But then you go into this debate about the Olympics and you go about bringing people from all over the world to compete in the Olympics and also to compete in new Japan. Like this is a serious issue. And this just goes to show you that we're still not out of the woods yet. We might be doing very good here in the U S but globally, in other parts of the world globally. It's not good. Uh, you know, Japan and India are just devastated.
0: Yeah. Oh man, you you uh it 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 puts things in perspective um when you think of us as the human race like USA might be doing better but you know this is still a pandemic this is also a uh this is a disease that doesn't care what country you're from it's going to it's going to do whatever it's going to do um and we got to get back on the right track globally um to make sure that you know we can rise above this you know rise above rise above covid
1: i agree so it's (sighs) it's it's kind of eye-opening to see you know where we are right now in as far as the pandemic goes and we're still quite not out of the woods yet even though we like to think we are
0: i feel like we're close you know with things opening up but you know this that's just california um there's you know a lot of other people out there that uh, this is affecting as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know what else, what else I can say because, you know, wrestling's coming back. Um, AEW is going to start touring again. They they just announced. Um, so things are starting to get to normal here. But, yeah, like there's still the rest of the world we got to worry about too.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, we talked about Double or Nothing. Uh, they're trying to at least get 5,000 people into Daly's place. Uh, WWE is going to be announcing they're gonna be going to be back on the road july um also another couple other thing as well um and this ties into um wrestlemania backlash my god i hate that name let's just call Uh, it backlash we're not we're not not that kind of channel Uh, i'm I'm not going to call it wrestlemania backlash backlash. and and this ties in because uh they wwe did announce that next month's pay-per-view is going to be hell in a cell which is quite interesting that it's going to be in june
0: that's that's supposed to be october bro and it's supposed to not make any sense because you shouldn't be having hell in a cell matches um unless there's like a blood feud well i don't know maybe there is a blood feud that we don't know about
1: <laughs> maybe, and then that's another thing as well maybe this ties into a, this this ties into maybe a couple things and that maybe that they're going to have the draft sooner than october
0: i feel like they have to i i haven't watched raw i i told you guys i'm not watching raw i'm not watching raw yeah um Raw needs people. Smackdown needs baby faces. It's they need to shake it up for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll talk about that after the paper after after our give our thoughts on the pay-per-view. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, this is this is not going to be a full show. This is a backlash review show uh, yeah. with with little sprinkles of of other bits
1: absolutely yeah absolutely and um, so next month is going to be Hell in a Cell and then July is going to be Money in the Bank and probably the re- and the reason why they likely did it is because that's the time for WWE is looking at to bringing back people into um, bringing fans back into the arena and start going back on the road again so it's likely that Money in the Bank would be the first pay-per-view really if you don't count Wrestlemania to have fans back in the building okay that
0: was one thing that I that I thought was weird. Um, after WrestleMania, it was so nice having people back, and then the next night on Raw, the the one that made me quit, it just sucked having screens and fake crowd noise back. It was so different, so jarring.
1: It it, it is, and you know what? Uh, they need they, they really need the fans back as soon as possible because if I mean, just look at at watching Raw or not watching Raw rather you don't know what's working you have really a certain amount of people telling you that this is what they want to do and this is they're basically manufacturing the reaction and manufacturing to how we should be reacting to uh, to these storylines and it's not working
0: they give people uh they tell the the thunder thunderdome audience who to cheer and who to boo yes and i think i think that's the that's and maybe if, if you're watching virtually in the Thunderdome, um, you think you want to get on camera, so you're going to follow what WWE tells you to do, because they're like, there's a better chance you're going to show up on camera if you you know you you boo the good guy or you boo the get the bad guys. So make sure you do that, and maybe maybe you'll be featured on TV. Um, that 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 seems like the carrot they would dangle for sure.
1: That that could be, and I don't know. It just seems like that this is going to backfire in their face. Once we get back to the live crowds. I oh,
0: mean, yeah, they're definitely not, They're living in a bubble. Oh. <laughs> that Thunderdome is metaphorically a bubble and literally a bubble uh, for them to, they've finally been able to tell their own stories. And once people come back, I think they're going to be in for a rude awakening because, Oh yeah. I mean, just look at Drew McIntyre, for instance, I can give, Two shits about Drew McIntyre these days uh, They 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 kind of just burned him out on me And I feel like that's what a lot of people Are starting to do they're starting to turn on The biggest baby face that they have and they don't Even
1: know it It's and it's do you it's agree Because I, I agree with you uh, I think he's definitely lost his team on raw I think a change of scenery would be helpful For him but here's the problem Is that you don't really have anyone else on raw To go after um, really Really to be a top contender. I mean, aside from Drew McIntyre, who are your biggest baby faces, we might as well talk about this right now. Um, Braun Strowman, he, he, he's not, they haven't done jack shit with them. He's lost a lot of value since he, since he turned on Roman Reigns back in what, 2018? That, 2000.
0: he was on his way, dude. And they, <laughs> they, they had to turn him, but Roman needed a, needed a bad guy to go against. Uh, because, you know, they still thought that there was a baby face In Roman, which in hindsight, obviously we knew at the time, they didn't know at Mm -hmm. the time. Um, Especially when you see Roman now. Uh, But yeah, Braun was legit over. He was legit popular. Not with—I mean, I wasn't a big fan of him, but people loved the guy. Um, And then he ran into the wall that is Roman Reigns, and literally has been stumbling to get back on his feet ever since.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been the same since. I mean, you, you have I mean they're they're kind of teasing Kofi Kingston against uh, Bobby Lashley, but you gotta repackage you gotta like re- not repackage, but rather you gotta rebuild Kofi. You um, fucked up Kofi. You know, they, he had a nice six month run, but lost the belt to Brock Lesnar in, in what fifteen seconds. I mean it was it was it was a squash match, and that wasn't even the worst part, man, which I, I didn't really have a problem with that. The problem I had was that he didn't even get a, a chance to redeem himself. He didn't say, you know what? I, I'm. This was a fluke. I can do better than that. Nothing. No. He goes the back. next night.
0: The next night, he's smiling like like it was the best thing to happen to him. Yeah. As as a as a wrestler, as a person that like you sh- that should have been like life changing, eye opening. I need to take this shit seriously, kind of moment. That was the fork in the road, and they chose to go the other way. And now Kofi is—he's still Kofi, still entertaining. The new day, love the guys. Uh, but you had a chance to make Kofi like a legit main eventer, especially after that run. And um, he—he's almost unrecognizable as far as like, can this guy contend for the title?
1: And it's—it's it's hard because we're—we're we're almost we're two years removed from the time he, he won the WWE title. It's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is a very long time. And I, it's going to take some time to rehab him if that's going to be the case. But here's the thing, like Lashley is so dominant that I don't think you want to have him. I mean, you don't want to have him lose, but then who's going to, who are you going to build up? Who's going to be the point for him at SummerSlam? You know, you, you got all these questions and what do you do?
0: I mean we'll talk about backlash in a little bit. I have an idea, but
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we might as well talk about backlash right now because this this all connects to our, our point.
0: Well, I was I I, I did want to make sure we got all the news out of the way. I know it was just announced Andrade versus Kenny Omega in Mexico.
1: That's we'll get to the AEW part. That's something I want to talk about. Okay, well. cuz yeah,
0: we're going to we're going to sprinkle in some blood and guts, too. Cuz we didn't get gonna a chance to talk that about, about that. Well, then let's get into the pay-per-view. I guess we'll we'll start with the with the Lashley match. Um, I, the match before it, um, well, the match before that was the, uh, the zombie match, (laughs) which, which we'll talk about. Um, and then the Bailey Bianca match kind of brought me into it. And then, you know what? I was just like, I, I don't watch raw. I don't care about this match. I'm going to fast forward, but I heard this was actually a good match and I probably missed out on something.
1: The, the triple threat match for the WWE title. Yes. Was actually much better than I thought.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I should probably go back and watch it.
1: I, I would, uh, although there was a scary moment though, um, and that didn't involve uh, Braun. Uh, when Braun was trying to do a, uh, he was trying to do a cannonball from the apron onto uh, Drew and Bob, not a cannonball, but like a flip.
0: Why? Why is Braun Strowman doing that?
1: I have no clue. He has no um, business doing that. Number one, he shouldn't be doing that uh, because. It almost looked like that if if there, if Drew if Drew Drew McIntyre was not there, he would have landed on his neck. And oh my looked, god! It, it would it looked bad. It looked really bad. Luckily, uh, uh, luckily Drew McIntyre was there to stop the fall. Otherwise, we'd be talking about you know something worse.
0: Ah, ah that sucks. Um, pfft. all right, but other than that, it was it was a good match.
1: It was a good match. I mean, if all the the, the the WWE formula of the triple threat match. Uh, McIntyre and Braun were pretty much the majority of the match. And then Bobby comes in. Uh, he hits the spear on, on uh, Braun for the pin. One, two, three. And retains the title.
0: I did see the finish. I saw that, you know, there was a, uh, a Claymore. And a, it took a Claymore and a spear to take out Braun mm-hmm. Strowman. So he didn't lose like a jabron. Um, I did see like they they threw Bobby through the boards in the back, and like there was yep. fireworks and sparks that went off. That was kind of cool. Um, but I got to go back and watch the whole match. I, I'm 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 hearing um, okay. But Bobby Lashley still keeping strong. No hurt business still. Um, on what what happened to Cedric and Cedric and uh, Shelton? They're just main eventers They're not now. Not even a team.
1: They're not even a team anymore. These guys. So, I I really I really can't say. I mean, Raw is definitely in it. it every it's like it's it's almost like this is a, this is the norm. This is the, this is the norm. Actually, what do you do with Raw? Like, what can you do? You have a three hour show. And you need to fill every week. This is not a new problem. This has been a problem. This has been going on since 2011. Since they went to three hours. Yeah. And it's hard to – it's really hard to watch a three-hour show. It's hard to – I know it's hard to write a three-hour show, but if you go back and you look at history of three-hour show – I mean, look at Nitro. When Nitro went to three hours, that was pretty much the beginning of the end.
0: And what sucks is they have the most stacked roster ever. But, you know –
1: Talent-wise, yes.
0: You have a guy like Ricochet who's on a pre-show losing to Sheamus for the United States Championship. Yeah, he got a a United States Championship – but you know, it, like uh, if a bear shit in the woods and no one's there to see, did it actually happen? Exactly. Uh, I didn't even I didn't even know that match was going to happen until
1: I watched the pre-show.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's exactly what WWE wants to happen. They they don't want you to know about any of this. That could have been a great match on the main card.
1: You know what I heard was a great match? What's that? Uh, Ricochet versus Ollie on main event.
0: I I heard about that too. Guess what? No one saw it.
1: No one saw it because it was on main event.
0: I don't. I didn't even know main event was a thing. Still,
1: it's it's still around. Not main eventers, but
0: main eventers, huh? How's that the, sound?
1: The main, the main event. Oh man. <laughs> and and this goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. Is this is a bigger problem really on 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 Raw than it is on SmackDown? Although SmackDown is not immune to this problem. You don't have any baby faces. A lack of baby faces and really have a lack of heels but really more so the baby face. You have Drew McIntyre on Raw, Braun Strowman, but then who do you have after that? And you need to have people to challenge.
0: What's worse is Kevin Owens on SmackDown?
1: Kevin Owens, as I checked, is still on SmackDown. I, I but I'm out of people.
0: I'm out of people. Big E
1: Big E's still out. I mean, I don't know. What, well, I think he he should be done feuding with um with Apollo Cruz, they need to move on from from that feud, and yep. it's time for Biggie to do something else. I mean, I, I can see Biggie being the next opponent for Roman. Maybe not this pay per view or Money in the Bank. Maybe SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna do a Usos thing first, which I think would be good, because um, there's still, there's still some meat on the bones for that. Uh, especially there's still with, a little with, left. You, you have uh, you have Jimmy coming back or Jay. Jimmy, Jay, Jimmy. Main event, Jay. Oh, it's Jimmy. Jimmy, that's back. Jimmy came back. Jimmy came back, and he is nobody's bitch. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how many t-shirts they're gonna sell, but Jayus, Jim, Jayusso has a t-shirt that says nobody's bitch on the front, and you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna buy it for my fiance because she is nobody's bitch. She's my bitch, <laughs> and I'm a nobody. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm a nobody, and she's nobody's bitch. The secrets to your relationship. It does.
0: It's, she doesn't know I say these things sometimes. <laughs> she can probably hear me right now, and I'm she probably prob- going yeah, gonna gonna, to gonna get yelled at, but, you know, it's for the show. It's for the show.
1: You're going to get heat off camera, bro.
0: <laughs> That's a shoot, brother. Oh, man. Uh, Let's talk about the sh- the backlash, WrestleMania backlash. Oh, they're going to love it. Presented by Army of the Dead. Uh, we had the Raw Women's Championship Triple Threat Match, which was a hell of an opener. Um, everyone, I thought everyone looked pretty great in this in this match. Uh, Rhea Ripley com- coming out on top with the pin on Asuka. Um, I knew that that was going to happen. Charlotte was not going to take the the uh, the fall on that. No. I thought Charlotte was actually going to win the belt. If, if you would have asked me on the prediction show, I would have had Charlotte winning because Charlotte... The women's division is better Charlotte. Rhea as a champion again. I don't watch Raw, so I, she doesn't do anything right now. Um, have you been keeping up with Rhea at all? Because ever since I she's have. been called up, I, it's been like a fart in the wind for me.
1: I did watch yesterday. I did watch the post um, the post backlash Raw. Um, you know, Rhea's different on the way they portrayed her on Raw is definitely different from NXT. She's not cool anymore. I mean it, that's that's unfortunately a symptom of coming from NXT. I mean you you lose your edginess, you you lose a lot when you when you come over to to Raw or Smackdown.
0: And the dialogue they're having her say just sounds so st- fake and forced and not fun. Mm-mm. So, that's my two cents on Rhea. It's diarrhea Ripley right now.
1: Unfortunately, you know, we'll see what happens. Um. Now that Charlotte's back in the picture, it's only really a matter of time before she gets the belt again.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think I—I I mean, a lot of people. She's she's polarizing, but I think the women's division is better when they're chasing Charlotte than when she's chasing uh, Rhea. Or I agree. And Oscar, Asuka, Oscar is kind of just—I don't even know who Oscar is anymore. She was a killer, and now she's just yelling nonsense. Um and then after the match it was awkward too. I feel like they were just telling pose, do this pose, do that pose. And it just came off um really lame. Really, really lame at the end.
1: It's you know that's how that's how they um that's how they want them to conduct themselves when they're on camera. That's they they have a way to do it.
0: Uh SmackDown Tag Team Championships first ever father son tag champions. Uh I can't believe that hasn't happened yet, but I guess it makes sense.
1: Not in in outside of WWE, I'm sure it's happened before, but in WWE, no.
0: Yeah. Uh Rey Mysterio and Dominic were were dressed as Batman and Robin, which I loved, but they showed that Dominic got beat up before the match and I knew he was coming. I knew he was coming. They didn't put on those costumes. They didn't put on those outfits for Dominic not to be in the match. Um, and it was that was a great match. I loved the spot where they they chucked Rey Mysterio under the bottom rope right in her super kick. That took a lot of timing, and it looked like it sucked to take. It looked like it got him pretty good. No cap. I think it did. Actually, I feel like no cap is is how like new like kids say uh, that's a shoot, brother.
1: Yeah. Right. Man, I, I think I that. think
0: I'm using it right. I feel like I'm using no cap right, but I could be wrong. I'm a child. I'm not a child.
1: Uh, Anyone under twenty five want to confirm that? <laughs>
0: and that's a shoot, brother. That's a, that's that's my no cap. That's a shoot, brother. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, that, that, I thought I thought this moment would have been perfect for WrestleMania. I thought that that would have been. The WrestleMania moment. They talk about wanting moments in WrestleMania. Having a father-son become tag champions on the biggest granddaddy of them all. Uh, But instead, they saved it for the grandson of them all?
1: I don't even know how to describe it. But you have two nights of WrestleMania, and you couldn't even fit that. I mean, if they were going to do that, you couldn't fit that on either night?
0: No. Instead, you had a tag match with them on SmackDown the night before, right? Yeah. I think that's what happened.
1: I think it was... After, or I, I don't remember, but the point of it is like you had two nights of WrestleMania, you could have fit that moment on there.
0: Oh, for sure. Um, speaking of fitting moments onto shows, um, remember we were just talking about how you go from NXT being cool, get called up to the main roster, and you put, get put in a lumberjack match with zombies. What are they doing? What are they doing? I get it, they have to tie in Batista's movie, but. This was just as bad as having RoboCop in WCW.
1: It's, it's as bad. And I I think even Batista blasted the, the, the uh, Lumberjack <laughs> idea. At least for the finest tweet.
0: I mean, they they put a tweet of Batista on the, on the, on the show before the match to kind of endorse it. Uh, but, I mean, I was entertained. I'm not going to shit on it so much. It was just, it came out of nowhere. It was so weird. Um I never thought I'd say there was a zombie lumberjack match, but there was a zombie lumberjack match. And even when Damian Priest said he wanted to have a lumberjack match, I was like, oh, they're gonna get, you know, the 24 7 Jobber guys to they're gonna get them on the show. That's cool. Um instead I saw zombie Elvis and I was like, What the what? What what what?
1: There's a million ways I could have done and it would have been better than what they did.
0: I, you had no, the commentary I, team run away because they were scared. I'm assuming the cameramen were, like, zombies, too? Except
1: except the cameramen, which doesn't make any sense.
0: The cameramen must have been zombies. Right? Could or maybe be. maybe they did, like, the Walking Dead thing where, like, they dressed themselves up as zombies. That way the zombies don't attack the cameramen. I, am I trying to put too much logic?
1: You're putting way too much logic okay. into this.
0: All right. No, uh, that that's a shoot, brother. No cap. Uh. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, the match is kind of lame. It was, it was more to put over the zombies than it was put over Damian Priest.
1: Yeah, it it didn't work. It it just, it it didn't work. Um,
0: And then the arrow, (laughs) the the arrow pose. I was like, oh, shit, okay, Damien Priest is going to do something cool right now. And he does the arrow pose, and he shoots an arrow into the Thunderdome, and it just goes into a logo of Army of the Dead.
1: Really? Here's a a tweet I found. So someone (laughs) posted on, on Twitter to Dave, Hey, Dave, I love you, but this zombie shit on the WWE Backlash show was insulting. And Batista's response was, what the fuck? You telling me you think I booked a bunch of fucking zombies I'm on a damn plane? Shouldn't you be tweeting Vince? <laughs> I love Dave. I love him. I mean, he's right. Like, I mean, I, I, I may have made an agreement with Vince to do a, a tie in, but I didn't do this shit. Like, <laughs> know, like, this wasn't my fucking idea. Hey, I,
0: you don't see there'd be a Snickers lumberjack match when Snickers is a sponsor for the show. Oh fuck! Imagine a lumberjack match With stickers on the outside and I bet you Anything Miz would still sell it Snickers on a pole that'd be the first thing Miz Caught um and you know Instead of like when someone takes a dive to the outside And Miz, Miz misses them uh, he would definitely catch some snickers For sure Bad joke hungry, I get it no cap
1: That's hungry, a shoot why wait. You know <sighs> It's I get why they did I mean I understand why they did it. they're trying to build Damien Priest up uh you know, against the former WWE champion, but it, but not like this. I mean, you're again, I mean, I'll say this about Miz. (laughs) He's a company man and he'll do what is is being asked of him, even though he probably knows that this is a dumb idea, but he's willing to do it because that's just the way he is. And he's, you know, he's willing to do it for the company. Even he's got to realize, bro, this is fucking stupid, but all right, whatever, you know, as long as you pay me, I'll do it. Fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, as long as, like, Kim Wood would say, you know, it's like a whore. You fuck him.
1: You fuck him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get your money. Get your money. Um, and oh, go I on. I get they're trying to build
1: up, I mean, I get they're trying to build up uh, you know, Damian Priest, but this isn't the way to do it. Like, it, it makes me not want to see him. It makes me not care about him. And, you know, I like Damian Priest. I thought they did a great job at NXT, build him up. I thought they did a bit, much better job than I thought. And I figured that is going to transition well over onto the main roster. And he might be, you know, this could be a guy that could be a potential challenger for Lashley.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Because you need baby faces. You need challengers for Lashley. And Damien Priest could be one of those challengers. But like after this, like, uh, I don't know.
0: Okay. You want to make him like a Scott Hall. You start a zombie world order. You have Damien Priest with the zombies. The ZWO,
1: oh god!
0: And there you and a star is born.
1: Oh god! Think about it. Think you're, about you're it. Giving, you're giving them ideas, dude. Think about it. Don't, don't do it. Look at don't it closely. Do it. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> um, oh. Bianca and uh, Bailey had a pretty good match. Um, I, I I had a fun time with it. I was very Bailey's hair was very jarring to me. Um, clown. I, w- I would say clownish. It's it was too poofy. Um, I I mean that's not that's not me like talking shit really, but it or was are you clowning her. It was distracting. It was distracting for the first couple minutes, and I got used to it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of clowning on her. No, you are no cap. <laughs> that's a shoot, brother. Um, but but, you know, I, but I liked it. Even even if the the ending was botched, they they wanted to do the the hair thing and. You know, it didn't work out, but um, mm-hmm. I thought they had a good match. I thought they had a really good match. Not as good as a triple threat match, um, but you know, the build for this match wasn't great either.
1: I mean, it's basically a challenger for for Bianca uh, after Russell, after WrestleMania. Yeah so we'll see what happens as far as as far as uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship goes. Really, for all these championships going uh, down the road, because now that the pay per views have changed. I think now they're starting to see like, okay, maybe now it's time to kind of get things going and not wait around. So uh, we'll see. I, I, um, you know.
0: I think Bailey has a legit gripe to challenge again with the hair thing.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, Is that Bianca's real hair? Probably not, right?
1: I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Does she wash it?
0: Does it stink? <laughs> it looks like it might stink.
1: I I don't know, bro. I I can't answer that question. That's a shoot, brother.
0: I'm just I'm just asking questions. It looks like it stinks. Um.
1: Well, always question things, dude.
0: I just feel like it's probably really heavy on her head. Like to, the, obviously the clip is in like the little tie thing. Uh, it just it, it seems like she can't have that that gimmick forever, right?
1: All gimmicks have a shelf life, dude. Um, I think right now it's fine. I mean. You no, know, she's she's still relatively young. Uh, you want to capitalize on her being who she is. I have no problem with it, but you know, Dude, most gimmicks, if not all, have a shelf life.
0: If they did a hair match with Bianca, that would be fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> they're not going to do hair matches with women, bro.
0: I mean, not like a shaved head match, right? But like, I'm going to cut your braid off. Just when they're done with the with the with the hair thing, you know, because you know Vince is going to get over it pretty soon. They have like sure a, a he, he will title versus braid match or something braid on a pole match. The
1: they're, the they're, they're, the the only time they've done that with women was back in the mid 2000s with Molly Holly. Remember when Molly Holly shaved her head? Yes, that was the only time, and they haven't done that since.
0: Also, Serena Deeb shaved her head for the Straight Edge uh, Society, and that other that other lady.
1: Yeah, but that was that wasn't that wasn't part of a match stipulation.
0: No, that was yeah. I I get it. But I'm just saying, women have shaved their heads in wrestling.
1: They they have. Uh, but
0: I, I I think that would be a, a good a good stipulation to have to put the braid on the line. Because it's a weapon. It's a weapon. I don't know how I don't know how she gets away with it.
1: I mean, it's part of your body. I mean, it, it's, that's true. It, it's probably not any different than a than a chop than a chop with the hand. You know.
0: That is true. It could be loaded. We don't know. No cap okay nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right main event dude the this was the match of the night for sure Cesaro versus Roman reigns uh the tribal chief reigns supreme and I mean that literally reigns supreme uh but God Cesaro is such a good wrestler
1: this match shows me that Cesaro can be in that limelight he can be up there um. It just sucks that it took this long for him to even have a, ch- a title match, and you know we were I, me me in particular. You know I look at matches of that for for like Brock Lesnar when Brock had his title ring, one person that should have had a match with them was Cesaro. Could one
0: thousand.
1: Could you imagine that Cesaro back then against Brock Lesnar back in 2014?
0: I feel like Cesaro was even stronger back then.
1: He was stronger back then. Oh yeah, he was. He, he was a lot more athletic back then. Not that he's not athletic now. It's just he was a different beast back then. Yes, you could have had some tremendous matches with him.
0: I, I agree. Um, I've always I've been a fan of Claudio Castagnoli Cesaro uh, since his PWG days. And uh, it's crazy that it's taken this long to uh, to get to this point.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, it it's it sucks that WWE sees him for the most part as a tag team specialist, but they finally decided that now is the time to finally get him to to have that. And that's the thing: you need to have people. You need to give people those opportunities. Is this a one? Is this a one? Is this a one-time thing, though? That's that's another thing because it appears that after the match was over. Seth comes out, confronts Roman, only to attack Cesaro. So it appears he's going back to that program. Yeah,
0: I thought we were, I thought we were done with it, but I, I guess not. Uh, but it ended with a with a moment that I want to see SmackDown. I want to see what happens. This is what this is how you do things, guys. You get me ready for the next week. You end on you end on a cliffhanger. That's what Raw did. Every week in during the Attitude Era, that you, you ended on something that made me want to can't wait till the next week. Um, but you know, Roz, I can't wait till they show me something so I can start watching again because it's nice having that three hours of my life.
1: It, it is. It's
0: especially on my borrow it's time.
1: Tough man. It's tough.
0: Um, but I love the match. Cesaro sold his arm the whole match. I thought that that was just wrestling 101 you know um, you don't see selling of body parts that often and it played into the match it played into the finish it, it played into his offense uh, they they did they did a really good match and you know that made it seem like Cesaro they built him up even in defeat I think Cesaro came out as a bigger star in the end um, and we'll see where they go from here but bravo to Cesaro you did a great job dude
1: yeah, it, it, it's about time.
0: You think you will ever win the title?
1: No. Unfortunately <sighs> not. I know. And unfor- unfortunately not. Um they they have him designed in that role. Uh and you know, It would be nice to have him have that run, but as long as Roman's on SmackDown as Universal Champion, mm.
0: What's crazy is I, I see Ces- I don't see Cesaro as a tag team specialist. I see Cesaro as a guy they don't know what to do with, so they'll just put him in a tag team with someone.
1: I I think we do for them, that's how they see him as. They see him as, as you know being in a tag team. And he's been in so many tag teams, you know, ever since he started with WWE, that's who he's known as.
0: Yeah. And what's crazy is they didn't even put him in the, the, the Kings of Wrestling tag team. They had it they had the opportunity.
1: They had the opportunity, MAE. but
0: it just didn't just do it.
1: Didn't work. Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Um, but yeah, let's talk about blood and guts for a little bit before we get out of here. Uh, was that last week? Last Wednesday?
1: That was uh, that was two. two weeks
0: two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Damn.
1: Yeah, oh, we've been so, out for a while. Yeah, we've been out for a while. Uh, quick thoughts on it. What are your What are your thoughts on uh, blood and guts?
0: I loved it. I loved it. I'm like I said. I'm not like into like extreme violence, but I felt like. All the violence was warranted. It all made sense. It wasn't just smash a guy in the head with a light tube because that's what we do in this match. Um, I felt like everything had a reason. Uh, the, the parts that were scary for me is when they would go in between the ring and the cage. That looked like it sucked, especially when I think it was Santana or one of the Ortiz. I think it was Ortiz there was like a chair wedged between the cage and Mm -hmm. the, the ring. And he went through the ropes into the side that that, it just looked crazy. Um, but I, I, I had a great time with it. I thought that it was a great match. And even though everyone's been shitting on the finish, what is up with the AEW not executing big spots like that the right way?
1: That's a production issue on their part. And that's been a theme as far as, what their problems are because that's something they needed to fix. Like you can't just show that angle and then expect it to be like that. That's a big angle they wanted. I was fine with like the angle they wanted to do. They wanted to shove in like yeah. They wanted to shove, uh, Jericho off. I'm fine with that, but do it in an angle where it looks like it's not obvious. That's the problem. Yes, it wasn't the fact that it was fake or he let it on a crash pad. I'm glad he let it on a crash pad. That was never the issue. The issue was how they shot it. It looked it, it looked cheap. And if if they're trying to be like an, an alternative to WWE, they also got to step up their production game. And because no one no a, one
0: produces like WWE does.
1: No one produces like WWE, but that doesn't mean that there's a drastic difference between you and WWE. You also need to step it up as well, you know, because there there are people out there who do not. And their criticisms are valid Because when they see stuff like this It's a valid criticism
0: For sure uh, My thing wasn't the crash pads As much as it was the cardboard boxes That were meant to look like steel grates That's the thing that, that I didn't like I'm okay with cra- crash pads 1000% I don't want to see Jericho get hit, hit, hit concrete right? And that's the thing People were so upset when Matt Hardy had that fall on concrete Oh my God! You, this is awful. You, you know, you got to take care of these guys. So the time that they do take care of someone, oh my God, this is awful. The, you you why why couldn't he hit the concrete? Like, what do you, what do you guys want? What do you guys want?
1: I just didn't it like was, the
0: cardboard boxes. It,
1: it, it, it wasn't the fa- it wasn't that. It was just how they shot it. It looked it looked it did not look professional. It looked they could have done a better job.
0: Elena was That's watching it and she was like, "Wait, what?" Like, yes. If it was supposed to be like a, you know, like an angle injury or or a, a, an injury angle, or like something that like it would have got more heat on MJF if they would have shot it the right way. If they would have just, made, you don't have to show me the whole the fall. Just show me the aftermath. No,
1: they, they could have just showed him pushing Jericho off and then pan the camera to MJF. Yeah, so they could have done not shown the angle where everything where he falls. Don't do. They shouldn't have done that.
0: And then if you did want to get a different angle, watch the replays real quick and be like, "No, nah, we're not going to show this." Or, "Hey, we have a good angle here. Let's show this angle." Um, I'm not a product. I'm not. I'm not a TV producer. I don't know. Um, I'm, but wh- I'm,
1: not, I'm not either. But the point is, this is a production issue. They should have. They should have thought about. They should have known. Like, hey, we need to do this the right way.
0: Yeah, I don't think he thought about that, um, but still love you, AW. It's still the best wrestling show on TV, easily.
1: And here's the thing: <laughs> on, on oh, in last hard. week's in, in last week's Dynamite, Jericho comes back the following week, but his arm
0: his arm was in a very heavy duty uh, brace. So I mean, it was something. It made it look like he maybe dislocated his elbow. That's what I wore I when I dislocated he, my elbow.
1: I think he did.
0: Also, not a fan of that water cannon thing that they did. That was like a lame beer truck,
1: Mm-mm. right? Yeah, that they 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 could have done without it. I mean, I get, you know, there was a tribute to the the beer truck the, the beer truck promo, but <sighs> oh, a little bit of the bubbly.
0: That's what it was supposed to be,
1: but I, I
0: would have much rather them like rain down shit like water from the ceiling. Like, hey, look, guys, and then you know, like they like like uh, when the Spirit Squad got slimed by DX. I'd rather something yeah, like that, up. or or the shit. Yeah, uh, I'd rather that something like that than you know water a water cannon you can easily get a, get out of the way of, and I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that that was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just just me marking out, dude.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's you know, it's one of those things. But um, just real quickly, uh, since we're talking about AEW, uh, there is no more SCU. Uh, Young Bucks uh, Bucks beat SCU. It was pretty brutal. I don't know if you've seen the photos of uh, Christopher Daniels after the match.
0: I thought that was a fake eye he had in. His eye had so much blood in it. Um, I don't know if that was I I feel like that wasn't hard that was that was a blade job that got botched. That was a botched toe.
1: He bled a lot.
0: He bled an uncomfortable amount, like more than blood and guts bleeding.
1: Yeah, that was a something something wrong happened during that match.
0: Um, but I mean, the emotion, I mean, the emotion was there. I was caught up in it. I mean even the I'm sorry I love you was was a nice little touch. Dickhead. Uh, fuck. The young bucks are
1: so good as heels. You know, I I, I think that's part of the personality. Uh, I have met them in real life. They're, they're they're pretty cool to us, but I think that's really who they are and that's I think that fits them better because when when they were baby faces for a while, especially more before they turned, it was not believable. They were kinda lame, right? It was not believable at all.
0: Um What was I gonna say? I heard a rumor that there's heat between the elite. Have you heard of this? Yes.
1: Yes. Um it
0: Cody hasn't been on being the elite in quite a while.
1: This um, is probably due to, this is due to scheduling conflicts and the fact that Brandy's pregnant. So he's He's kind of doing his own thing, although he did show up on Sammy Guevara's blogs. So that's something that's kind of interesting. To I know. mean, it
0: sounds like there might be some trouble in paradise.
1: It, it could. It, it could be. I'm, I'm not saying that it is Cody. I'm not saying it's Cody and the rest of the elite. Um, but there is trouble between the four EVPs. And that's causing a riff where right now they're not talking to each other. And as far as who's not talking to each other, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be – it, it, it likely, it's likely looking at Cody and the rest of the elite. That's what it looks like. But, again, we don't know 100%. Because um, they were is, tight.
0: They were tight. Um, I would love right, to see yeah. if they're in Cody's show, the that new show he's having, the Miz and Mrs. What I don't know what it's called. But.
1: <laughs> the big show?
0: Uh, uh, what's it called?
1: The Go Big Show you're
0: talking about? No, 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 no. The the reality show that they're doing.
1: Oh, with him and Brandy. Yeah, I, 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 I don't remember.
0: I, I'm going to call him his missus too. Um, <laughs> I would like if if they're if they're cool, you would expect to see them in this show, right?
1: It could be. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think also, uh, you know, Cody did come in later on so he's probably not as close-knit and again i'm just speculating he's not as close as you know caning the bucks are because you know they've they were with each other 24 7 for years and yeah. then cody all of a sudden comes in and it, it's it's a different dynamic you could tell like there is something different between cody and really the rest of the rest of the elite Assuming it's Cody. Once again, we're assuming that it's Cody. We don't know 100% if it is.
0: What I gather is Kenny and the Bucks are doing their thing, and Cody is doing his thing. Right. Uh, that's what I get. Apparently, it's even affecting people that want to that they're are being approached by AEW to sign, and, and they're like, uh, "There's problems in the front office. I'm not down."
1: And that's the problem is that it wouldn't be a big deal if it affects people wanting to go over to AEW and they hear stories like this, like, wait, like, you know, I don't want to get involved in office drama, office politics. I, I mean, I don't want to, it's, it's either you deal, you deal with, you either deal with the, the politics that are in WWE or you deal with this that's going on in AEW between four wrestlers who are executive vice presidents who are not on talking terms it's not a good look for them. So if, if if this is going on, they need to nip it in the butt immediately.
0: Ain't hey, nobody got time for that. One thousand percent. Um and maybe it's not even true, but it's from as a viewer, this is what I'm seeing. And that's all of that mm-hmm. that's all that I can go on. Um great show, dude. I, I feel like we covered a lot. We went pretty all deep in... on backlash, but go on.
1: Yeah, before we do, um, you know, I did want to mention that you know that we do have a date for Omega and Andrade. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago. Oh yes, Triple Mady is going to be August fourteenth. Um, I'm Ooh, looking forward to that match.
0: Week before my birthday. Uh,
1: there you go. Um, what is interesting to note is that it appears that Andrade is going to be by himself. It,
0: I heard through the dirt sheets, Zelina Vega has been spotted at the PC.
1: Yeah, so we um, it's been about six months since she got fired because uh, she got she got released back in November. It's real interesting to see what's going to happen uh, because back then we were talking about like, oh, this could this be the start of something different? But we've seen how this played out on numerous occasions where at the end of the day nothing happens, and Zelina ended up uh, finding her way back in WWE. It's just a shame that she's not with Andrade which to me was the they they were perfect for each other they both complemented each other yeah so is she going to come back permanently i mean it, all signs point to very likely uh and besides her husband works for wwe so which would just be
0: what are they doing with them they started doing vignettes and then they just stopped I hope they I hope they come back this week, um, but what what are they doing? Like we've already sat through Alicia Black being in the back for a month and a half, two months. It's
1: been a couple at, months.
0: Begging people come fight me, and what what did that even do? Did nothing.
1: Did nothing. God, absolutely nothing.
0: <sighs> An embarrassment of riches WWE has as far as it comes to talent thank you thank you yes uh, that was my captain obvious
1: but at the end of the day it doesn't matter you can have you can have all the talent in the world but if you don't know how to utilize it it, it means nothing
0: where's Daniel Bryan going Daniel Bryan's contract is up we haven't seen him
1: you know people were saying well he's he, he's gonna be on AEW this week AEW this week I don't know. Um, that I I didn't ever bought into that. I never bought into that rumor. Uh, if you were to ask me where he's going to be, I think he'll eventually go back to WWE, but it's not going to be under his terms because what he wants to do is he wants to go to Japan, he wants to go to Mexico, he wants to wrestle the Indies. I think he'll end up going back to WWE on a limited role, and he he may end up just you know. Behind the scenes, more.
0: Do you think they would give him that opportunity to wrestle for? Would he be the only person ever to tell Vince, "I'm going to wrestle for you," and "I'm going to wrestle for New Japan," and "I'm going to wrestle for AAA," and "I'm going to wrestle the
1: Indies"? It'll never happen. Vince right. will never let it happen. Never. Right.
0: That's what. That's that's what I think too. But at the same time, you're going to want to keep him happy. If you want to, hey. if you want him to resign, you're going to want to be happy.
1: And he knows what's going on because he sees all these other promotions working with each other. They he sees Impact working with AEW, AEW working with New Japan. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. WWE. Uh, they they talk about they they they're willing to work with other promotions, but reality is they're not. Like they they want to be the alpha. It has to be under their terms. Um, you look at Evolve. I mean, Evolve is no longer around.
0: No, they're they're at a least. WWE thing, but. What 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 does that mean?
1: Exactly. So it doesn't really mean any. I mean, I never. I don't think he's gonna. I think he'll go to WWE, but it's gonna be under Vince's terms. Either that, or you know what? And another thing is that his wife is still with WWE.
0: Real, oh, they they were they were teasing a tag team title yeah. run, which with Natalia and and uh, Tamina being tag champs, why not have the Bellas go after them?
1: Yeah, so that's, I don't know. As as much as Denner Bryant wants to do that, I don't see it happening with WWE. He's going to have to either go somewhere else or just, you know, maybe retire. I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be under his terms, unfortunately, if he signs a WWE. That's, That's for sure.
0: That is for sure. Thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, subscribing. Telling your friends. Telling your friends, neighbors. It's great to be back. Hopefully, we can keep this going. I love this. uh, I love what we're doing right now. Very informative. Very special. Um, We'll work on things. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. Kind of ending right on time. And I feel like I hit the music right at the perfect time. So I'm not having to stall that much. But here I am stalling a little bit. But thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll be back sometime. Probably next week. And don't forget, we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcasting. We will see you next time.